Good morning. Rashur Savimori on Nuntes Hamadalaf up to the Adahor Omen. We danced yesterday after finishing off about the comets and the uh, various uh, constellations. We spoke about Kimo, etc., etc. We then went on to Zavois, Zavois, which we said was earthquakes. Um, and now we, uh, we spoke about what exactly earthquakes are. And um, now we are going to continue on with the Adhara Omen. The line begins with the Adhara Omen. It's about halfway down the page. The Adhara Omen. We tell in the Mishnah, this is the next one in the lineup, for Omen. Seemingly, the, what we know uh, is going to be thunder. One makes the Bracha Shekhechu Gvarasa Mareyelo. Ask the Gemara, my Ra'omim. What is Ra'omim? Oma Shmuel, answer Shmuel. What exactly is thunder? So Oma Shmuel, Anoni Begalgalo. It literally means uh, clouds in the orbit. Now, Rashi gives two Pshatim. Either Pshat is that two clouds um, rub against one another and that creates a noise. Or Pshat is, the way it sounds from Rashi is, that um, clouds clash with, the, with an orbit. In other words, they get into the orbit and they, they go round. They go, I don't know which orbit we're talking about here, but one of the orbits, and as a result of it, that creates the sound. Again, I don't know exactly what that means, but uh, which orbit we're talking about, but that's the two shots from Rashi brings. Shanem, as it says, how do we know that's what it means? Because the post says, Kolra Amcha, the voice of your thunder, Vagalgal in the orbit, in the going round, Heiru Barokim Tevel, the 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 lightning, which we're going to see. Barokim is basically lightning, uh, lights up the world. Rogzal Vatirash Oret. That's the expression of Rogzal Vatirash. That's the, the double expression that the the world, um, the, the 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 earth shakes. Rogzal right? is both of an expression of of um, Rogzal is like a to not exactly a sort of comes from the word Rogan is an anger as well so it means to sort of move, move about to challenge obviously that um, I, I, think, I think you probably re- read that actually the Barokim the, the lightning lightens up let's um, possibly read it as I said before Rogan Vatirash Oret fine also um, so says the Gemara that's the the first chapter but Rabbanon Omri, the Rabbanon say, it's Anoni de Shabchi Mayod Ahadodi. It's the clouds which are pouring water to one another. That's what creates the noise. Shenem, as it says, Lekol Titoi Hamun Mayim Bashamayim. To the sound of the giving of lots of water, Hamun Mayim, a lot of water, Bashamayim in the heavens. That's what creates the noise. Rabbacha Bayakov Omar, Rabbacha Bayakov, he says, Barkotakifo, there's a very strong lightning. Now note this Rashi. Rashi says Barkotakifo. Rashi says on Barko it says Barokim Shad Ish. We're talking about lightning of fire. So it's a strong lightning of fire. The Borik Ba'anono, which sort of flashes into the into the clouds. Um Uminami sorry I've, I've jumped. Umitami Gizize the Barzo. And it breaks up the, the pieces of ice. The ice up there, it breaks it up, and that's what the sound is. When it breaks it up, that's the thunder. Ravashi Omar, Ravashi says, 
Um, he says that Anone, this is the final chart, it's Anone Chalchure Machalchure. The clouds are, so to speak, hollow. And the Ofi Zika, a wind comes along, Omenashi Vapumayu, and blows on their mouth, on their, on their opening. Vidoni Kazika Alpum Doni. And it's similar to a wind which passes over the opening of barrels. If you blow over, like a cup, the equivalent will be blow over a cup. If you blow over it, it creates uh, music, it creates a sound. That's the final pshat. But says the Gemara, we've had now four pshatim. First pshat again is the clouds breaking into, or rubbing against one another, breaking into an orbit. Second pshat is the bottom where they, it's the pouring of the water from one cloud to another. Third pshat is the one to remember, Avachabai Yaakov is the one about the lightning which goes into the clouds, breaks up the ice, that's what's uh, causing the, the thunder. And finally, this fourth Sharavashi says it's the wind which is blowing over the clouds. So the Gemara Mitzabra Karavachabai Yaakov, it's logical to follow to the, the, uh, the opinion of Ravachabai Yaakov, the third shot. Why? He says, because look at the Matthias. The Borek Barakov, when there's a storm, what happens? There's lightning. And then, very soon after, what follows is, Umenami Anonis, the clouds make a noise, in other words, they start thunder, and then the rain comes. Where, why does the rain suddenly come? Makes a lot of sense. The lightning comes, breaks up the fire, comes and breaks up the, the, uh, the ice, and that ice turns into rain and comes down, and that's how the Gemara understands it. So it's misdubbed, it's the fact when you look at what happens, it makes sense like Ravachal Bayatis. Says the God, so why is it that we see the lightning and the thunder comes later? Should it all happen together? According to what we're saying, if the lightning comes, breaks up the ice, that's what's causing the noise, then the rain comes, so it should happen together. Answer the God, the obvious, and that is that we know that sound travels faster, or we pick it up, obviously, not sound, I mean, uh, sight is faster than sound. He says that it's a much more powerful sense as well. You look up at the sky, you can see thousands of stars in one go. Yeah? When it comes to sound, you try and listen to two people speak at one time, you can't. So sight is much more so, you just proved an idea from various angles, that sight is a much more powerful um, sort of sense than, than, um, than sound. And we know, obviously, that sight, uh, light travels much faster than uh, sound waves. I mean, much, much, much faster. So, um, so uh, he says, and this is what we know as well, if you're looking at, uh, you can sometimes see, you can see somebody speaking before you actually hear what they're saying. That's because obviously, light travels much faster. And that's why, he says, you see the lightning before you actually, the sound waves reach it. But the lightning is what you're seeing, which is breaking up the, the, uh, the, the, the water, the, the, the ice there, and the sound takes another, it's true there's quite a bit of a time gap, but that takes a little longer for it to reach you. That's the basic idea, says the God. It's worth remembering this, and we'll use it again, uh, the halacha, perhaps we'll sort of bring it in uh, a little later on. Continues on the Gemara. The Allah Ruchas. Next thing in, was in the Mishnah was the Ruchas, was the wind. <laughs> As the God, if you remember, the God pointed out the five things which Shekhercho Gavarose are the four Yesodas plus the Shomayim, he says. You've got, as we said, the Ziken, is the, the Comet, that's up in the Shomayim. And then we went through one by one the 
the, uh, what, what did we have yesterday? The earthquake, that's the earth. Now we've had the thunder, the thunder which we said is water. Then we're now moving on to the ruach, which is the wind, and finally we'll come to the lightning, which is age, which is fire. So uh, here we go with the next one, and that is the ruach, it's the wind. Ask Gemara, my ruchas, what exactly are these winds? That was really what the Gemara is asking. Well, every time you feel a little bit of wind, you should make a broth on it. What's going on there? So Omar Rabbi answered Rabbi Zafo. We're talking about a strong wind. You make a broth over a strong wind. But Omar Rabbi, and Rabbi said, Gemire, we have a tradition. You won't get this type of strong wind we're talking about at night. Ask the Gemara of the Hawkeye, Hazino, and the but we see there is a strong wind at night. Answers the Gemara, That's only because it started during the day. The reason why it doesn't come at night, the Ben Yoda says, suggestion is, two possibilities. Either because Ruach, the strong wind, destructive wind, come, he says, as a result of the Ruach Memadadah. The Ruach Memadadah is the power of speech. Loshan horror. When a person, when people, when humanity misuses the power of speech, which really is the Ruach Navalado, is the definitive uh, feature of the human being, when we misuse that, middle can I get middle this powerful wind. Now he says, at night, there shouldn't be so much Loshan horror, because people generally are sleeping. During the day, when people are awake, there's much more speech going on, and therefore it's more likely there's going to be Loshan horror, and therefore, more likely to have these stronger winds. That's one shot. The other shot is, he says, that our Kodesh Baruch would allow these winds to come at night. We know that night is very much associated with this. Day is associated more with Rachamim, and uh, night is associated with Din, the dark. The dark, the Golas, that's associated with Din. So, um, he says, our Kodesh Baruch Baruch has Rachamim on us and decides not to send the winds at night so that we should actually be able to survive it. A wind which would start at night would be much more destructive. Says the Gemara, the Omar Abaye, it says Abaye, Gemire Dezafo Taji Shoi Lekoi. We have a tradition that this powerful wind will never go for two hours. Again, because it will be too destructive. The Ben Yom has got a whole question about working it with the 1080 Chalokim. We won't go into that. But the Kaim Mashanem to fulfill that which it says in the Possuk. Um, the Baltic says in, Nach- in, in Nachum, it says, Sokum pa'amayim That uh, literally a trouble will not arise twice, pa'amayim twice. In other words, this powerful wind, this destructive wind, will not be there for two hours. Also, the Gemara of Ahoka calls Yinon Dekoi. But, the Tia seems to contradict that. We see that a wind does go, this powerful wind does survive, does go on for two hours. Answer the Gemara is a Nasik Bein no, there's a break between it. Then it may go on two hours, but it will always, there must be some break somewhere in between where the wind stops for, uh, at least for a little bit. And that's obviously going to be the material. So you won't get a wind which continues for two hours. There'll be some gap, and then it continues on. Even if, even if this does uh, include things like tornadoes or whatever, but in one region, they say generally it's five, ten minutes uh, before it moves on. It doesn't go for more than that. These whirlwinds and all these sort of things. Um, so it doesn't we know the destruction it causes but I'm not whether that goes into these uh, these powerful winds I don't know if that's in, if that's uh, the huh you'll find there probably is a split at least in your region it won't go for two hours I mean 
according to the Gemara, there will be some sun, but again, the hurricane may include other things. Actual wind will, uh, the Gemara is made, it will not go for two hours without, without a second break. I can't, as Baruch Hashem, I can't dare the, I, mean, I, I don't remember the hurricane here. Yeah, the, Uh, as I said, you'd, you'd have to really uh, stand out there, sort of stand with your finger like this and see if... Uh, yeah. It's also it's got to be that it's, it's a break in the path. I mean, it can be, and the problem is, this is what I'm coming to, is the problem with this bracha is we don't know how to define what is a powerful wind, which is very, very significant. If you, if you take a look at Tosus, Tosus says, al is top of the page, al is emes Yerushalmi, brings Yerushalmi, Masnitin, that the Mishnah is talking about Kishaboy and Bazam, when they come with anger, when they come powerfully. But Kishaboy and Benachas, when it's just normal wind, everyone says Baruch Oyseveratius. So what you see is a normal wind, you say Baruch Oyseveratius. Now, the way the God explains that, and the Halacha as well, obviously we're not talking about just your everyday wind. We're talking about a powerful wind, but not necessarily a stormy wind. Now the problem is, where do you draw the line between a stormy wind and a powerful wind? So because of this, Generally, the practice is to say Osamah on any powerful wind. Because Osamah you can make even though it's, even if it's very, very uh, powerful, you definitely be yoked Even if it's reached the stage on the, if you want the, the, uh, the wind barometer, it's uh, not going to, it'll never be a brothel of our thought if you say Osamah Severatius. is much like Shahakal. That's how we take on the Halakha. With uh, certain things where, even if you, cu- if you could have made Shekhochogavar Osamah but you said Osamah Severatius, Osamah Severatius is more all-inclusive than Shekhochogavar Osamah So the recommendation is, if you're outside, there is a real, you know, powerful wind, you can make the bracha Shekhochogavar Osamah Severatius. It's not really that, um, it's not that uh, re- uh, recommendable for a person to uh, make the bracha Shekhochogavar Osamah if you were, I suppose, in a hurricane or something like that, then uh, possibly one could. But again, because, I mean, that's really, if that's not what we're talking about, powerful winds, then uh, what exactly is? I mean, tornadoes and these things, but uh, I suppose those must definitely kind of, uh, come into when you've got these 120 mile an hour plus uh, winds. I think that presumably would qualify as Shekhar Okay, but that's the, the halakha, is you could definitely make Osama Severation without any doubt on those winds. Uh, I think probably even less than that, you could also make it. Continues on the Gemara. Next one. The Alavarokim Omer Baruch Shekhochu Gavarosim Ode Olam. On the lightning, one makes the bracha Shekhochu Gavarosim Ode Olam. Now, first question before we go any further is, we're going to ask the next question, which is my brachim. What is these brachim? Ask the, I think it's the Tzlach, yeah. Why does the Gemara give such a big quote? I mean, that is the way the Mishnah reads on. It says, Alavarokim Omer Baruch Shekhochu Gavarosim Ode Olam. It should have just said Bala Barakim, and then we could have asked my Barakim. That's what we've done with all the others. Viala's the voice. What are the voice? Viala Zikin. What are Zikin? Viala Ra'omim. What is the Ra'omim? Viala, which had Ruchos. What is Ruchos? It should have said Viala Barakim. A quote from the Mishnah Viala Barakim. My Barakim. Why such a big quote? Viala Barakim. One says Baruch Shekhochu Gavarosim Ariyana. Question number one. Let's go into the Gemara. Ask the Gemara, my Barakim. What is Barakim? Ask the Marashah. What is Barakim? This Shlom the previous question, I can understand your question. When it comes to Zikin, we genuinely did not know what Zikin was. 
these comments, we have to explain what are these comments. We had all these different things, what exactly where they passed, we didn't know what Zikin was. You don't have Pesukim for it. Where it says in the Pesukim what Zikin are, you don't find the word Zikin in the Pesukim there. When it comes to, what was the next one we had? Was the earthquake? Same thing. What is an earthquake? That expression, Zavoid, where is that in the Pesukim? We don't have Pesukim, so we don't know what the... And we have Rapatino going by the, the, the house of the, the Baal Oiv. What are earthquakes? That we can understand. We then had the, today we've had the Ra'omim. The Gemara also asked, what are Ra'omim? What's the Indian of Ra'omim? Yeah, we've got many Pesukim which, uh, which, which indicate uh, uh, thunder. But the Gemara is asking, what is the Indian of Ra'omim? You know, what exactly is it? What, what, why are we making the Bracha? Then we have Ruchas. Again, obviously we know what Ruchas are, but the Gemara's question, says the Marashal, was, what are you talking about? Ruchas, well, every time you feel a wind, you're going to make a Bracha? So the Gemara has to clarify. What wind are we talking about? So the Gemara says, we're talking about powerful winds. Those which come during the day, etc., etc. But what's the question of the Gemara here? My Barakim. We've got many Pesukim, which uh, refer to Barakim. We know what Barakim are. It's quite clear to us. So what's the question of the Gemara? Ask the Marashal. And look at the answer of the Gemara, even seemingly, even stranger. Oh my Rava answers Rava, you know what Barakim are? Barakos. It's lightning. Do you see that in the word Barakim more than Barakim? You add an Aleph, suddenly we know what it is. We know the Aramaic just adds the Aleph, but it's the same word. Barak and Barakim is the same word. Barakos is just the same word. What's going on over here? So, I'm just taking it as an, as an aside, but before we answer all these questions, beautifully, the Slav has got such a beautiful Mahalath here. So, Maduik is answering all these questions. I'll just tell you briefly what the, the Maharashal says. He says, you know, whatever the, the, the Gemara's question was, he says the Gemara doesn't answer the first question, the Slav question, but it answers the last two. And that is like this. The Gemara's question was, look, we can understand Zikin, comets, because when it comes to comets, very likely, you could see, again, I don't know how this fits with the materials, but yeah, you could see two comets in one go. As I said, I don't know how that feels, but you know, so you could see it going across the sky, so you see it to, to the naked eye, you may think it's, you see it on that side of the sky, that side of the sky, maybe you think it's two, like, two different comets, fine. When it comes to um, earthquakes, also you may feel two tremors, it can stop for a second, and you've got the after, after bed, although that's normally, a, it can be a while after, a couple of days after, but okay, you can feel it twice. Um, you know, you feel the tremors twice. When it comes to the wind, definitely, obviously, it could be one, two, fine. When it comes to the... You can actually have a... Uh, you can, yeah, sure. I mean, it all depends on where you are. That's fine. That is what... I mean, I... I, 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 I right. I mean, I, I, I remember when I, I, was, I, was, I was in an earthquake uh, in Eretz Israel. We had this, uh, I don't know if you remember, this, I mean, this was quite a significant one for, for Eretz Israel. We gave back some eight, probably nine, eight, nine years. Um, I mean, I, I went because it was, the way the building was built, you know, in Haranov, everything was built on hills. So the base Hamedrash was like five, six floors up. I mean, you go in, it's on, on the ground floor as you walk in, but the building sort of uh, is built on a hill. You felt the whole building literally swaying from side to side. It wasn't such a powerful earthquake, but I actually felt, I literally, uh, it took a while before I realised what it was, the building, I actually thought the building was uh, going over. But uh, when, when we had the aftershock, which was a day or two later, 
I remember then I sort of just jumped, they stopped within a second. Because then, then I realized what it was. But, uh, okay, five, to, okay, so you can feel the tremors a couple of times. Then it comes to the, the thunder as well. Obviously, you can have it, normally you'll have more than one thing of thunder. That makes perfect sense. But he says the Gemara expression is my Baroque, and why is it written in the plural? All these things you can understand why they're in the plural. When it comes to lighting, you don't have to have more than one lighting. Can you just see it once, and that's it? So it says, Rava, Enochanami, Omar, Rava, Barco. When you make the Baroque, it doesn't have to use it twice. Once is good enough, Enochanami. Why did it say Baroque? Either says the Menyon, the Menyon says the same shot. says either because it's just as the others, which we explained, yeah, it's normal to have it twice. That's, that's the normal thing. Or, so this one's also written in the plural, or because it's going on the min, like the literally species. In other words, when we're saying to the general sort of concept of lightning, well, it doesn't have to be. That's the way he says it. I said, you beautiful. Look, look, look at what the Slack says. Slack says, do you remember I said to you, let me just remind you, what are the questions? Number one, when the Gemara introduced Barakim, it didn't say Ba'ala Barakim, it says Ba'ala Barakim, Oyna Barak Shkirchuk Gubarosim Adeyodam. Why did it add that bit? That was question number one of the Slack. Question number two is, what's the Gemara's question by Barakim? You don't know what it is? That was the Marashal's question. Question number three is everyone's question already here. What's the answer to Gemara? Omar of Abarakov. Well, what have you added? Just add an Aleph, that's really it. There's another question. And that is, I pointed out earlier, what, what, what was Barakov? We had Barakov in the previous thing when we were talking about thunder. What did Rashi say Barakov was? Barakim Shalesh, lightning of fire. Look at what Rashi says this time. Rashi says, Barakov, same word. Rashi feels the need to explain to us again what Barakah is, but he says something else. He says, the end of the line is the word Barakah. You got it? The last of Rashi is Islu Zira. I wouldn't know what that is. And to look up in the last of Rashi. But let's look at what Rashi himself did. Maybe we don't know. Maybe our French is not so accurate. But look at what he types to you. L'shoin Mabrik Nohar. It's an expression of a, like a river which shines. It's just an expression of light. Rashi doesn't say a word there of fire. Ask the slap, what's happened? I mean, you can see, obviously, Rashi saying this barco is different to the previous one. It has to be. Because besides anything else, why is Rashi touching up again? He's already told us what barco is. But the, the strangest thing is, it's a different definition. Previously, Rashi said it was a lightning of fire. This time, Rashi says it's a light. So obviously, something's going on here. And that's the clue. Says the slap, he says, one last question, and this, this, this really is the question which leads in. What comes first, lightning or thunder? What you see. I mean, what you sort of feel. Lightning is going to come first. So why does the mission put thunder first? It's a bit of a problem. Well, Bear these questions for one second. Let's just go a little further. Vomar Rovo. Rovo continues on. I just want to show you the, 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 other, the other types of, so to speak, lightning. You've got Barka Yichido. He says, if you just have one piece of lightning, Ubarka Chibra, there's something called white lightning, Ubarka Yerokta, and green lightning, the Anone, the Salkon, the Keren Ma'arovis, clouds which come up in the, literally the, Western corner, the Astyon Mikhail and Jeremis, and then come round from the southern corner, these clouds. The Tarti Anoni, the Salkon, Chazor, the Afe when you've got two clouds which come up one against the other. Kulu Kashyon. All of them are bad omens, they're bad signs. 
Okay? A single flash of lightning, white lightning, green lightning. You look at these pictures, occasionally you get these, these flashes of lightning. And then the, the two types of clouds, either way, it comes, from the, it comes up in the west, it comes around from the, from the south. Um, or, where two clouds come up against one another, they sort of meet, or something like that. These are all bad signs. But we'll continue in a second. What, what uh, the Gemara's going to ask the man come in, and who cares, and what's that telling us? But you see that it's this idea of white and green lightning. There's a slab, look. You've said beforehand, there's a type of lightning, which, a lightning of fire, which comes and breaks up the ice in the clouds. That, as we said, is a lightning of fire, because it's the fire which melts the ice. Okay, that comes, as we said, the lightning comes before the fire. And that uh, comes before the, uh, before the thunder, as we said. It means to us, at least. And therefore, that's a very, very powerful lightning. We can understand you make the Baruch HaShikoko Gavarosa Mariota on it. Fine. But that lightning, as we said, comes before thunder. So why is the Mishnah putting lightning after the thunder? That's the Gemara's question. That's why it puts... It says, on the lightning you say, Ask the Gemara, my Baruchim, what type of lightning are we talking about? The type of lightning with which you say, So that comes before the thunder. So what type of lightning are we talking about? It must be a different type of lightning. What's that? Maybe the green or white lightning. It says the Slach, that's not such a powerful lightning. It's a bad sign, apparently, as we said. But besides that, it's not one you say, That's the Gemara's question. My Barakim, what type of lightning are we talking about? The very powerful type that comes before the thunder. So that can't be what the Mishnah is talking about because then the lightning should have been before the thunder. Said am I, we're talking about the white or green lightning, which can, maybe that can come after thunder. But then you don't say Shekhar Chogorosim on that. So it comes along Robber and Robber answers, no, no, you know there's another type of lightning. Not fire, not white or green, what is that? Darkon. Says Rashi, what's that? It's not fire this time. That one comes before the sun. That's the, there's another one which is like an in-between. It's not fire, but it is powerful enough to be able to say What's that? Just a flash. It's a flash of light. They're showing Mabrik Nohor. That is powerful enough you can say on it, but possibly it doesn't come before, before the thunder. That's, uh, the the slash doesn't actually sort of write that, but that's what it seems to be coming in there. Now, I don't, I don't know if that's really going to help you next time you see a flash of lightning that you'll be able to examine that, whether there's fire there, there or not. But uh, either way, the lightning we get, generally, we can rely on, you can make this brocha. We're going to see it when we, we'll sort of just go a little further and we'll discuss, not all lightning can you say a brocha on. Well, We'll see, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss the, sort of the alakic things, the things in a, in a, in a second, but, uh, yeah, okay. So the Gemara asks now, Lamai Nafkimina. So, what's the Nafkimina? Very nice, you told me all these things which are bad omens, the clouds coming from this side, and this green light, and the like, what do you want me to do about it? So, it's the Gemara, well, simple, let me buy Rachami. As with anything like this, to Dabhan. If you see that, it's time to Dabhan. So, the Gemara, this is only if it comes at night. These various things, if they come at night, the clouds that come at night, but if it happens in the morning, it doesn't mean anything. But it's more than that. It doesn't, in other words, clouds in the morning mean absolutely nothing. They're not good at all, they're not bad. They, just take, they don't notice. They, they don't mean anything. They're useless. Omar Rabbi Shmuel Ba'yitzchot says Rabbi Shmuel Ba'yitzchot 
Well, not, not in the fact that it's a bad omen. Not in the fact that it's a bad omen. Yeah, according to the Slav... Yeah, but not the fact that they're bad omen. He's asking, the mind of Kimmel, it's sad to you. You're right, it seems there would be an afternoon. I, I don't know whether the halacha we're, we're going to say this, uh, this, um, this uh, thing. Because yeah, according to the slach as well, um, see, not only that, you wouldn't be able to fish a kofogoros and mariolam on this. I don't know if we say such a thing. On what? On, on lightning, which is, uh, which is green or, or white, you'd have to say otomata veracious on it. He says, not powerful enough to be able to fish I don't know the halacha, I've never seen such a thing. I don't know if the slach says that lahalocha or not. Theoretically, whether he'd say, oh, if you see green lights, you would make a. I don't know. But with the mind of committed, it's bad. So it's going to be double. So it's going to be in the night of the top of the left, in the morning, it doesn't mean anything. It's, it's, uh, the clouds are useless. As we just said. So we said in the morning, it doesn't mean anything either way. And he, he sort of goes further. And he says, these clouds of the morning, they mean nothing. The chivas it right. The chastachem and your kindness can unbreak up again. It's like the clouds in the morning. In other words, the clouds come; they don't mean a thing. Your kindness as well. You may sound if you're so kind. It's gone. Comes and goes. Doesn't mean anything. So in other words, these clouds are not clouds of bracha. In a nutshell, that's what he's adding here. These clouds are not clouds of bracha. Don't get excited when you see these clouds. Omerid our papa says our papa says but that's not true because Omer inchi because surely people say. When you open the doors in the morning, Mitra, uh, if there's a rain, Barhamra, if you're a donkey driver, Mokh fold up your, uh, your sack. They used to have a sack, which they filled with produce, and used to carry things on. They also used to, used to use it as a cushion. Fold up your sack, and basically go back to sleep. Mokh Sakeh, we're going to go back, lie down and go back to sleep. As Rashi explains, don't bother going out to get your produce, take it this way and that way. It's going to be so cheap now. It is going to be Geshem Geshem Bracha now. Everyone's going to be, there'll be an abundance of wheat. So it's a waste of time. You get so little profit from it, it's not worth it. Get you, you'll sleep, you'll be better off sleeping. So you see, this is in the morning. So you see, in the rain of the morning, it's very, very, it's a, it's a big Bracha. And here's you telling me, oh, the clouds in the morning, they don't mean anything. They're, they're not, uh, Rashi says, they're not Kavua, they can never go, such rain is nothing. It's, it's uh, no Bracha in that. So, what's going on? You know, on the one hand, you said that it doesn't mean anything, it's not a bad zone, but it's also, it's not Bracha, but we see it is a Bracha. I mean, maybe not for the donkey drivers, we said, but for everyone else, it is. Answer the Gemara, no Kasha, it's not a Kasha. Hold the it depends how is the cloud, how, what does the cloud look like. When it's literally, means it's knotted. In other words, the, cloud, the, the sky is filled with clouds, the eva, thick clouds, that is a sign of bracha. But when it's, like it says, it's just sort of more wishy-washy clouds, not so thick, that doesn't mean anything. That is not, uh, it'll come and it'll go, it doesn't mean any bracha in that. Omar Rabbi Alassandri, Um, before, before we go on, to so just lahalacha with lightning. If you get lightning which comes without thunder, as I said what the what the slach says is I don't know. What the slach would say, but you know about the green and the white and the, but lahalacha 
If you just see a ray of, of uh, lightning, which comes without, without thunder, in other words, why would that be? It doesn't fit with the Gemara beforehand, because the lightning is supposed to break up the... That's what we said, that's what we call them. There's such a concept as lightning, I don't know which time, wherever it comes, just because of heat. It's just heat. It's heat lightning. So the Chai Odom is, it comes sort of more like, so to the conclusion you don't make a brach on that. You don't make a brach at all on that. It's not the lightning we've talked about in the Gemara, so you don't make, you don't make a, that's got to be followed by the thunder and then the rain. But there's no thunder there because of heat. You don't, I believe I, I've seen that that's why I believe, La Halacha, there are people who wait when they see the first thing of, of lightning and they don't make a brach. They wait for the thunder and then the next time they see the lightning they make the brach. Because the first time, I mean, unless you're really a meteorologist or whatever it is, you know, you're a weatherman. It's about the ones who actually know what it, what it is, not just off the paper. How are you going to know what, what that lightning is? What that's heat or it? So that you wait for the simon, because otherwise you'll be making a brach of the So you wait. Once there's thunder, you don't have to be Well, you can then assume that the lightning you're going to see after that is obviously going to be the type that we're talking about. Comes with the thunder, and as you, therefore you can make the brach. You, oh, I was waiting for something to ask that. Why is I making the first one? Because as we're going to see, you can only make a bracha on lightning, or thunder to that matter, if you, ke- if you make the bracha on which is about two seconds afterwards. So by the time you wait for the thunder, the thunder doesn't normally come that quickly. Not at the beginning, at least. It normally gets closer and closer, but as the thunder comes sort of closer overhead. But, um, so then for the first time, I believe I've seen it, that, that, that's, I think, what certain places did, that for the first time they waited. I mean, if you're that confident that you know what it is, fine, you can make it on the first time. Don't, don't uh, lose the chance. But uh, otherwise, they'll say, how, how am I going to know? So they wait for the, for the thunder, then they'll know what it is the next time. Theoretically, if the thunder came straight away afterwards, you're, you're, you're right, you wouldn't have to wait. But it's just, Matthias says, normally that first one won't come within two seconds. Um, continues on the Gemara. Omar Rabbi Alexandri, Omar Rabbi Yishua ben Nevi. Says Rabbi Alexandri in the name of Rabbi Yishua ben Nevi. So we've discussed what the thunder is. Uh, we said it's that breaking up of the ice. But what exactly, why did our Kodesh Baruch Hu, as it were, create the phenomenon of thunder? It was only created in order to straighten out the bending, the warped sense in the heart. And Hashem acted... He did something, created something in order that they should fear in front of him. This is referring to the, to the creation of thunder. Now, what does this mean? Let's, I mean, you know, without going too much into the more sort of Russian esoteric side, but let's just try and understand at, at a, you know, a relatively posh level. What's, what's, what's going on here? So, let's be maxim number one, the Inyaku brings the Gemara and Sukkah. The Gemara and Sukkah says that when Kali Shul is doing the Rotten of Hashem, um, it says, Me don't have to be worried, they don't have to tremble because of the signs of the heavens. In other words, all these the sun, the moon, the thunder, etc. It says in Yaakov, without tomorrow we can understand what's going on. Because it says, Yisrael means Yoshar Kel. You know that's the name of Yisrael, it's Yoshar Kel. When we directly, we've got a direct line with our chef. When we are Yisrael, we're doing this return to Shomokram, we're not just Yasin, now we are Yisrael, we are Yashokel, there's no Akhmimah Shabbat, you've got nothing to worry about. You've got, you don't have to worry about any thunder, it's not for us, it's nothing, we're, we're doing the Rotten of Hashem, it's not to straighten out, so Vahele Kim Al Soshirim and Aponah, we've got nothing to, to worry about. That's number one. Number two, the Maharshal says, the Bracha of Velam Al Shinim. 
If you remember back to the, we, we, we discussed uh, earlier in the Masechta, and we said, what are the 18 brachas Kenegad? So one of the opinions was, Kenegad, the 18 Kodos in the, sorry, the, uh, 18, eight, sorry, yes, correct, 18 names of Hashem, that you've got the seven times curl there, that's, that's for the, the brachas on uh, Shabbos and Yom Tov. So, uh, but the 18 times it says, the name of Hashem in the Mizmar, Hobbit Hashem, etc. And one of the, the Vadam al you'll find, work it out, you'll find it. Kela Kovid, Hirim, Hashem Amaim Rab. So, I mean, you've got, you've got the, the thing in there, Kela Kovid, Hirim, Hashem Amaim Rab. The Hirim, that's the Ram, that's the Thunder. So, you've got there Vadam al it's going to get the Thunder. That makes a lot of sense, because these, we're talking about with Tzuduchim and these sort of people, who, uh, the Thunder comes in order to hide the Kemal Soshim and the Fallen to remove their warped sense of ideas. Fine. Now, let me just be, be, add one more idea. And that is the Gemara Tana says that the rain, says that rain is, it calls it Baal or Da'ara. Literally, the husband of the ground. Now, the Ben Yoda says over there, without trying to understand what exactly all this means, but Baal or Da'ara means, it literally says, for example, we know that rain we know that Gemara says there that rain on Friday night is Gishmei Brocha. We know there's such a concept as the owner of Tamidich HaChonin. He says, you find this, this idea of Baal or the idea of it's connected the union of Chibor, etc. It's idea of Chibor, of Ksali Shomayim Tzoret, etc. So that's the idea. That's what it represents. So um, we can understand now what's going on. Akmumish Shebelei. What do you mean Akmumish Shebelei? Akumumish means when the heart is warped. When something is warped, it's not one. If you've got a straight line, and you go off to the side, well, there's, if it's straight, there's only one straight line. Once you go off at an angle, it could be one degree, two degrees, three degrees, and then you've got in between as well, you can have an infinite I mean, number of possibilities there. It's no longer one. Right? Kralitzor is compared, we know, the Dechel, the Lulav we talked about earlier, Leib Echod Hashamayim, that's Yisrael, that's Yoshokel. When there's Akmumish Shebeleib, that means we're not being 100% faithful to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So what does HaKadosh Baruch Hu do? He sends along the lightning. That's the flash of, let's say, fire, as we said earlier. Perhaps, uh, like a, a remez to the idea that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we know HaKadosh Baruch Hu is referred to, obviously in our terms, as a as a consuming fire. Whatever that means, obviously Hashem is not a consuming fire, but that's in our terms, as we spoke about yesterday. So Hashem, in the, the darkness of the night, in the blackness, suddenly a flash of lightning, Hashem appears. And what does it do? It causes thunder, which straightens up the heart. We're now, and then comes the rain. The rain being, the Baal of the Ara. Now we can be miskabo with our Kodesh Baruch. So that's it. The, the sort of the it's if you want, it's to bring us back onto the straight and narrow, so that we'll have this, this fear of, of, uh, of our Kodesh Baruch. Fine? Continues on the Gemara. And that's, by the way, why we say, Shekoko Gvarasam Mare Olam on it, by the way. Yeah? The Minhag, the Minhag, as we'll speak about, is, that when it comes to, um, when it comes to lightning, Although, as you can see, you could make either bracha, you can make shikircha gavrasa mali olam, or osamai severatius. The minag is to say osamai severatius on it. It's a taz. God mentions this as well. That's the minag olam. When it comes to lightning, 
I'm sorry, that was lightning. The thunder, he says, Why is this? The reason the Tal says the Mishabura brings is because you see more the Gevura of Hashem with the thunder than the lightning. But according to what we're saying, we understand why. Because the lightning is not At that stage of lightning, there's not that, there's that Akumu Mishabalev, it's not Moriolam, you've got a lot going on in the world, you've got all these Tadukim, you've got these Malam al comes along the thunder, straightens up the heart, suddenly the COVID of Hashem fills the world. Once you straighten up the heart, once you get rid of these Malam al then you go on. So it makes perfect sense. That's where maybe another, and I'm not saying that's why the men argue like that. <coughs> I'm just saying it fits very nicely. Shekoko Gubarate Moriolam comes after Malam al Fine. Continues on the Gemara. Omar Rabbi, um, an, another member of Omar Rabbi Alexandri, and Sergio Rabbi Alexandri, Omar Rabbi Yeshua Ben Levi. Horea Somebody sees the, the, the uh, rainbow. So, they're um, on in the clouds. Sorech Sheyipal Alponel. He needs to fall on his face. Shenema, as it says. Kamaria Keshes, Asheyeyeh, Be'on and Be'goymer, like the, uh, the appearance, the, what one sees when the rainbow, the Keshes, the bow, that is, uh, will be in the clouds. And the Potter continues on. If you follow that Potter through, um, the Potter con- continues on, and it, it goes on, the Potter in, uh, in the Ephesus, it says, Be'yem HaKeshem, on the rainy day, Ki Maria Noga Sobev, who, so, so too is the appearance of that light which is around. Uh, obviously, this is the Bosnian Echezkel describing it's the Mare of the form of the Covid of Hashem. But it says, Vo'era and I fall down, upon I fell down, and I would fall on my face. And I would hear the voice of, I heard the voice speaking. One point you see there is, whatever this means in Echezkel, I dare falling on the face. What's the, what's the idea? Before we go on, just from, before we try and explain this, but from a halachic perspective, we're going to talk about making a broth on the rainbow. What exactly do you have to see? Do you have to see the bow? Or you just got to see the various colours? You know there's a rainbow there. The halachic is not sure. Do you actually have to see the formation of that half circle? Well, not, not quite circle, whatever you want to call it, whatever shape it is. You've got to see the actual bow, or is it seeing the colours of a rainbow? And even if it is the formation of a bow, how much do you have to see it? Not always you see the full thing. Some of it is sort of, you only need, maybe see half of it by the time you see it. So what exactly uh, do you have to see? He says he's not sure. The other says he's not sure. But, um, the Emes Liyakos, it's not really after coming next to you, but he says, this is based on the Rambam, and the Rambam is, um, because he says the Rambam already quotes the idea that we know already, that's an idea. What, what you're seeing in a rainbow is really, it's just to do with light, the sun shining through, and it's basically you're seeing the, the light, it's, it's, it's the Greeks already says so it's we have to agree to it, we have to admit to that, and he brings the Rambam. The Kitsi says that this, he says that the cloud, what it represents is, based, based on the Rambam, this is, I think, in the book, that the cloud is like a, a mask, and that's created because of our sins. When the, the sun, which he says represents the glory of Hashem, it's clouded over because of our sins. He says, in the door of the marble, what happened was, there was clouds, rain, etc., etc., before that there was clouds. The sun was completely shielded, that means our Kodesh Baruch was Masonic and Shekhinah entirely, and there was a marble which destroyed the world. 
HaKadosh Baruch Hu came along and he said, I'm going to make a brick, I'm going to make a covenant with you, that I will never completely and utterly remove my Shekhinah. Even if the world is clouded over, I will never allow the clouds to get to the extent it will become so thick that my light cannot penetrate. The sun may be concealed. We can't see the sun, but you will see the sun shine. Just that little bit of a glimpse of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Hashkocha there, and that is through the rainbow. When the sun so tries to shine through that, that thick cloud of sin, there's still a little bit of the rainbow there. HaKadosh Baruch says, I will never be Masalik my Shekhinah entirely. If you want that idea as well, we say the Gemara says in Chulim, Esther and Atera Minayim. Where do you get the Esther and Atera? Oh, God, what are you ask? Esther and Atera. What about me? Where, where am I in the Torah? What's Esther and Atera Minayim? For every nation we're looking for. Then the Chanukah and Atera Minayim. What's Esther and Atera Minayim? So the Gemara, what we're asking is, where do you find in the Torah the idea that even at a time of Hester, Esther means an idea of Hester, even in God of the Shechina is concealed because of our sin. But there will still be miracles, there's flashes of lightning in the dark, and our Kaddish Prophet shows himself. Where did that come from? What does it say? It says, Our Kaddish Prophet says, even on those days, where? Even in the times when I will conceal myself, there will be, from time to time, there will be the moments of glory when Hashem will shine through, like in the, like in the, in the story of Purim. That's more or less basically what's, what's going on by Yemen. Who there's what to speak about, but that's not for us. That's the idea. So, says the Gemara, therefore, that's why you have to pull on your face. Because if you see the, the, uh, the, um, what's it called, the, huh? Well, no, on, on, on the one hand, what you're seeing is, I mean, if you take it from the literal thing of Yechezkel, you're seeing the Shekhenah. So you have to pull on your face. And you're not actually, as we're going to see in a second, you're not actually seeing the Shekhinah. That's why we're going to see we don't fall on our face. But um, also the truth is, you should know, obviously as we know, the, the rainbow therefore is not such a good sign. Because the fact that our Kodesh Prophet has had to bring about a rainbow, as we know, that means to say, as we, we all know from, from learning in Chumash and everything, it means our Kodesh Prophet threatens to bring a marble, just to be Zohet Habriv, it's not a good sign. And that's why, for the Halacha, that um, the Chayyotan says, it's not Kedai to go tell people you've seen a rainbow. You've seen the rainbow, you also shouldn't stare at the rainbow as well. That's something else. The Monarchidigo says, don't stare at the rainbow. Bad for the eyes, in fact. But um, look at it, just enough to make the bracha, and that's it. Don't go telling everyone, ooh, look, there's a rainbow there. I mean, it's natural people because it's supposed to be quite a beautiful sight. It is quite a beautiful sight. Okay? Um, I mean, there is, there is, it's not just a natural beauty as well, because I mean, what you're really seeing is, you know, the seven colours obviously there which uh, again has, has deeper significance it's really one light it's not seven lights what is it it's one light which has been broken down into its uh, it's one single light that's why it's, it's, it's used as a, it's very very much used as a symbol of the midst of our Kodesh Baruch Hu why seven is not it's not it's not, it's not, uh, not, not for us but one thing we know is this is a, it's not just a moshul it's what we spoke about the other day they say that what we see we see oh Hashem is angry then we see Hashem is oh he's very kind now He's happy. He's sad. Etc. Etc. All these things the Torah refers to, all these middas, there's no change in Hashem. Hashem is, as it were, just one light. What's going on? It's like, the, if you shine, as we said, you shine a light through a prism, it breaks into seven colors. Oh, so there's seven lights there. No, it's not. It's the same light. It's one beam of light. So what's the, and, and you understand what is the uh, red side, 
No, no, we have, we have, we have, we have, we have got time. I'm coming to that in a second. No, you'll see, you'll see, you'll see. No, no. Well, besides, besides that, he says, I mean, the notion of the Echayodin is Kamoti Dibba. It's Kamoti Dibba. It's like speaking bad. So the face, well, besides anything else, you've got to remember why is there a rainbow? It means because we're, 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 uh, look, look, look at the state of affairs in our world. No, it's a terrible thing. No, 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 no. On, on the contrary, in, in generations of Sadiqim, there's no rainbow. There's a Rabbi Yechonon ben I think it was. There's a Rabbi Shimon ben Yechonon. There's a different one, but even, even in the one well, in the Tanoim, it says that in his generation there was no rainbow. Why? Because... You think it's significant that in his generation we see rainbows? Yeah. Yeah, it means Hashem was threatening to bring a marble. But because of the bris, Hashem, Hashem made a promise and will never bring a marble. Which as the Emetiyaka means Hashem will never let it get to that extent that he'll be a complete Tzedek of Shechenah. To the extent there's a marble. I mean, the truth is, normally we will see, we will see, uh, we will see sunshine, but it's the sun shining, so to speak, through the. Uh, it's really through the rain, I mean, it's, it's because of the rain. But uh, it won't. You're right. It, it comes together with the with the with the clouds, the clouds and the rain. That, that, that was the, with the way the way they answered it. You're right. Normally, when, when we see, you will actually see sunlight as well. But it will be very much clouded over, as, uh, hence, hence the rain. So, yeah, 100%. Fine. So, um, oh, so says the Gemara, though, so now coming to the idea of the Brachos, so says the Gemara, it's fine, so you're supposed to fall on your face. So, like, in fact, that was the end of the Post, Nebo, Erebo, Epala, Ponai. So, like, Yadova, Marova, in Eretz, they curse this idea of bang down, or of uh, falling on your face. Mishim, the Messi, command the Saga, the Kasha, because it looks like you're bowing down to the rainbow. It looks like you're sort of saying, oh, the rainbow, this is the God. No, it's not. Obviously, it's not. So, therefore, not a good idea. Don't get any ideas. You shouldn't be bowing down. So you shouldn't be uh, falling on your face when you see a rainbow. Um, but, to make a bracha, most definitely we do do. Um, says the Marshal, the Chiddush thing, because you may say, well, the same reason you can't bow down, because it looks like you're bowing down as if it's a god. shouldn't be making a bracha. Let's say you're making a bracha over the rainbow. So, so says the Gemara, that's what the Gemara is going to ask. No, you definitely make a bracha, because my Mavoyach, what bracha do you make? You can see from the Lashem of the bracha, we're not making a bracha over the rainbow. We're making a bracha over the significance of the rainbow. So if you bow down, if you fall on your face, well, the action looks like you're bowing down, it could be a misinterpreted, as you're bowing down to the rainbow. But the bracha, well, you can, you can look at the words that you're saying, and you can see you're clearly not making a bracha over the goddess of a rainbow. What's the bracha you're making? So it's the Gemara, you say, Boruch Secha Abrit. Blessed is our Kodesh Bokor remembers his covenant. The Masnita Tano, in the Bright it's been taught, Rabbi Shmuel, Benesh, Rabbi Yechon, and Baruch, Amen. He says, you, you say, Nemon de Vritai, he's trustworthy in his covenant, the kind of Mamoro, and he upholds his word. Omar Apopo, says Apopo, Pilkov, therefore, Nemrinu de Travayu, we should say both of them. And this is what we say, Borok de Chabris, the Nemon de Vritai, the kind of Mamoro, we say all three of them. What does this brocha actually mean? So, um, First of all, I'll just tell you about, um, one point that Benoyo says. You've got three expressions here. Zerkabrit, Nemon, Bebrisa, the kind of Mamoro. He says, because we know there are really three primary colours. 
What are they? White, red, and green. These are the three. And he says, that's the three, if you want, main middles of our Kodesh Baruch and that's what we're really seeing, Meshaviyah, our Kodesh Baruch White is Chesed, red is obviously like fire, is Din, and green is somewhere in between, that's the Rachman, and that's the, the one in between. Avram, it's fucking out. It's fine. He says, that's why you've got the three things. But, the Abu Dram says, he says, what the expression is like this, Nehmon Bebrisa means, that our Kodesh Baruch is Nehmon Bebrisa. He made a bridge, he made a covenant, he would not bring a marvel to the world, and he keeps that. Nemon Bibrisa. The kind of a marmor means, in other words, Nemon Bibrisa means, no matter how many Rishoyim there are, no matter how many sins there are in the world, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will always keep that covenant. The kind of a marmor means, that even without the bris, we know full well, if HaKadosh Baruch Hu said something, and he won't bring a, a marvel to the world, there won't be a marvel. The kind of a marmor. The Benayol, this is a beautiful idea, and with this, this we'll finish. But Nayol says that um, he says that Nemon Bibrisa means that Hakodesh Baruch made the covenant as we said that he won't bring a marble to the world. That's Nemon Bibrisa. What's the kind of marble? It means that sometimes there will come a situation where Midor Kenegad Midor demands that there has to be has to become marble. A destructive rainfall. That Hashem made the bris, he won't bring it. The kind of a ma'amorah means Hakadosh Baruch is mekayim his work, but he's still able to be mekayim mitzvah to make a mitzvah. Where's the prime example of this? The Mitzrayim. The Mitzrayim said, "We've got a brilliant idea. You know, we'll get rid of the Jews. You know what we'll do? We'll throw them into the river. Because Hashem can't punish us. You know, Hashem's way is mitzvah to make a mitzvah, but he can't bring." Can't bring water destruction against us because he already promised there'll never be a Malbun in the world. I thought the Spoiler said, You've heard that, you made a mistake. I made a promise, talking of which, that uh, I made a promise there will never be a Malbun on the whole world. But upon one nation, I can destroy a nation with water. And that was the Malbun, that was the, uh, the Kriyat Yabsin. That's Nemon Bibrisa, he upholds his bridge. The kind of Ma'amori keeps his words at the same time as punishing them Midor, Kenegad Midor. Therefore, Hashem, we'll, we'll discuss more, more, uh, more about this on, uh, on, uh, on, on Sunday. Therefore, Hashem, we'll, 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 come, we'll continue on with this more than the Halokha and finish off this little bit of Gemara with regards to when one makes Baruch on Thunder Lightning. Just the one point is on the rainbow, you don't have to wait 30 days. You don't have to wait 30 days. It's like the thunder and lightning, which you don't have to wait 30 days. When in fact you can make a new block on the thunder and lightning, and that is how Shem will discuss on, on Sunday. Have a good job.